Hey Church, Pastor Eric here, and I'm just so glad that you're joining us on our podcast today. I just pray that this message will stir up your faith, build you up, and just move you closer to the Father's heart. If you want to learn more about us as a church or would like to get further connected, you can visit us at our website at oasischurchchicago.com, download our app, Oasis Church Chicago, and also join us on YouTube for our live streams on Sundays and Wednesdays. We hope you find this message to be encouraging and life-giving. Now here's today's message from Pastor JP. Anybody grateful to be in church this morning? Go ahead, get your Bibles out, open them up to John chapter 16. How many of you love Jesus? Okay, let's actually act like we love Jesus. How many of you love Jesus in this house? (laughs) How many of you know heaven's going to be loud? What are you talking about, Pastor? How many of you understand that when we get to heaven, it's going to be really loud? There's one thing that we know for sure about what heaven's going to be like. It literally says that all of us, with, along with the angels and everybody, are just going to be singing and declaring the praises of God. How many of you know, with all of that happening, it's going to be really loud? How many of you know we're called to bring heaven to earth right now? Oh, come on, Pastor. I don't even know if I'm going to get to my message, but this is going to be good. How many of you know it's okay to shout the praises of God? How many of you know it's allowed, it's okay to be loud about who we serve? Come on, in this day and age, more than ever before, we are loud about all the things that we should not be loud about. But we should be loud about the one that came and gave up his life for us, who paid for us, who saves us, who's healing us, who's going to continue to heal us and deliver us. How many of you know it's okay to just give Jesus some praise throughout your days, throughout this morning? Come on, so if you have anything to be thankful for, if Jesus has saved your life, can you give him some praise this morning? Can you thank him for his goodness? Wake! I'm just kidding. I, was, <laughs> I love T.D. Jakes. How many know Pastor T.D. Jakes? I, I wish I had an ounce of his anointing to preach. He preaches a message. He just gets up there and he starts going, wake up, wake. I wish. Anyways, bless you. John chapter 16. I'm so glad you're at church this morning. We're in a series in called The Empowered Life, the series on the Holy Spirit. This is our summer series. We really feel more than ever as a church body, we want to be people that are equipped empowered, strengthened, and living as people that follow the Holy Spirit of God. So John chapter 16, I just want to read this, and then I'm going to give us a little intro, and then we're going to jump right in. I don't have much time, but Jesus is speaking. He's declaring. He's teaching the ways of his Father, Yahweh God, the God above all gods. That's who we serve. We, we serve Jesus in this house. We believe there's no other way to get saved except through Jesus Christ, through his blood and through his resurrection. There is no other way to heaven or through the Father to which man will be saved except through Jesus. And so Jesus is declaring the words of how the kingdom of God works. And he declares then the promise of the Spirit to come, the Holy Spirit, the one that would come when he leaves, which he did. He shows and begins to declare what it means for the Spirit to be among us. John chapter 16, verses 12 through 15, it says this. I have much more to say to you, Jesus says, more than you can bear now. But when he, the Spirit of truth, everyone say truth comes, he will guide you. Everyone say guide you. Truth, when he comes, he will guide you into all truth. That's a pretty audacious claim from Jesus, but he can make it. He will not speak on his own speaking of the spirit of God. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you 
what is yet to come. He will glorify me, Jesus says, because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. Jesus is speaking of the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God will only speak what is being spoken to him by Jesus. And Jesus will only speak what is being spoken to him by the Father. All that belongs to the Father is mine, Jesus says. This is why I said the Spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. But when the Spirit, verse 13 says again, when he comes, the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. Today's message is the Spirit of Revelation. The spirit of revelation. Father, right now, just in these few moments, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would open up hearts, open up minds, open up ears to receive all that you would want to say to us. I pray nothing comes out of my mouth that isn't from you. And we thank you for the promise of the spirit of God that is available to us today. We thank you for the spirit being in us and surrounding us and moving and speaking to us. I pray that we would have a, a greater measure of understanding of, of who you are today, your character, your nature, and what you're saying to us and about us today. I thank you that every person's here, not by accident or by chance, but you have a word to speak to them today. So we bless you and we love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We've been in the series, and so today we're continuing in the inward work of the Holy Spirit. We've gone through the upward focus. Who is the Holy Spirit? What is, what is the Holy Spirit about? And now we've been looking inwardly at what does the Holy Spirit do inside of us? Today's whole message is, is this. Can I, can I give it to you at the front? So if you have to go, you at least get the whole message in one, one quick blurb. It's this. That, that the Holy Spirit's work inside of us wants to reveal to us daily who our Father is and what his will is for our lives. That the Holy Spirit in us wants to reveal daily, hourly, minute by minute, what the Father would have for us in every part of our lives. That's the work of the Spirit when it comes to bringing us revelation. That as disciples of Jesus, we hold fast to the truth of Yahweh, that we obey his ways. We, we in this house believe this. We serve no other gods. We don't give our loyalty to anybody else except him. We trust that when he speaks, his words are good. We trust that when he speaks, he's going to bring us revelation about who he is. We trust that God is speaking today and that he's going to continue to speak for the days and years and months ahead until he comes back or until we meet him. How many of you believe and are thankful that our God speaks to us through his Holy Spirit? I'm thankful I don't serve a dead God. My, like, like straight up, how, how do I know my God is real? He speaks to me. That's an audacious claim to say, too. I sound nuts. Some of you are like, get this guy to a psychiatrist quick. Like, I, I, I actually get to receive revelation of the one that created me. The one that formed me in my mother's womb. Each and every single one of you, if you're here for the first time, if you've never been in church, let me just declare this truth. God knit you together in your mother's womb. He's made you. He's created you. He's purposed you. He's ordained your steps. He's going to continue to ordain your steps. He is for you. He is not against you. He loves you. He is so madly crazy about you that he gave up his son Jesus for you to die for you so that you could have life and life abundant. That is who our God is and he speaks to us. Who am I that this, 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 that God should speak to me? I'm his kid. And as, and as a father 
having kids of myself, I, I speak to my kids. But I'm an earthly dad. I have a supernatural God that loves me, that gives me the breath in my lungs. You think you're breathing on your own? Some of you are like, yes, I've been working out. I've been getting the cardio going. I'm breathing. No, you ain't. He's the giver of life. And <laughs> the same God that's given you breath right now is speaking, and he's speaking today. And so as his disciples, as his followers, we get to have the Holy Spirit in us speaking to us. And what we get in return as he speaks to us, we get to think the way that God wants us to think. You know, the promise of Scripture is that we get to have the mind of Christ. Okay, I might get half of my sermon. There might be part two next week. So this is so crucial for us today. As believers, this is not just some cliche thing we get to say. I don't just sit up here and say, you get to think like God. So we can be pompous and arrogant and self. No, no, no. I say we get to think like God because he died for me and he took my dead man's self and killed it and gave me new life. And so I don't have to think with anxious thoughts. I don't have to think with prideful arrogance. I don't have to think with selfish ambition. I don't have to think with fear controlling me. Come on, anybody thankful that we get the mind of Christ through the spirit working and bringing us revelation of who God is? Is it in this day and age where we're all just trying to be enlightened? And I feel like every time I hear that word enlightened, I have to do that. <laughs> I'm just enlightened. That's, that's cool. <laughs> I've actually been empowered by the God I serve. I didn't just hear about who he was. I actually get to be in communion with who he is and what he's about. That's the difference. I'm not even in my notes. The spirit of revelation has been given to us to lead us and guide us and direct us into all truth. I want to make this claim. I believe that the day and age is upon us more than ever before. We're the church. I'm not talking about these cool stained glass windows and walls. Hear me. You are the church. If you have said yes to Jesus, you are the church. And you are made up of the body of Christ. We are all the church together. I believe that the church today more than ever before is called and is going to continue to be called to rise up and begin to plant businesses across this city that are filled with kingdom ideas and kingdom wisdom and kingdom power. I believe, how many artists are in the room? I, my hand's not up. Hold it up, artists. Don't be shy. Like, I believe your work and the stuff you do is not going to be for your own gain. It's going to be for the kingdom of God. It's going to be able to be directed to show people the love of Jesus Christ. I believe we're going to have, I, anybody have faith in the room this morning? I believe that we are going to be able to have the mind of Christ to begin to give answers to the solutions of hate and racism and poverty and segregation within this city. This is the church's mandate and call to be people that actually walk with the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Not just to sound good and get a good hand clap, but to actually do it. The day and age is upon us, church, where the world is just nuts. <laughs> Newsflash, it's always been nuts. It's always been nuts. This is nothing new. Sure, is it, is it more apparent and real to us? Yeah, we have our phones. We get to see everything. But the day and age upon us right now is for the Spirit of God to flow through his people and begin to speak into every area upon the city. If you're a teacher in this room, ask the Holy Spirit to fill you with supernatural wisdom as you go and deal with those kids. I could never be a teacher. I would duct tape them all to the wall. <laughs> I said that, and we're streaming. I love you all. They're like... If you're a teacher, if you're a principal, if you're a mom, if you're a dad... The Holy Spirit wants to give you the mind of Christ to lead in your home, to lead in your marriage. 
He doesn't want to just give you some good ideas. He wants to empower you to walk this thing out. He's speaking. He's speaking now, and he's going to continue to speak. In today's age where people are looking for truth everywhere. Come on, we all know. Man, you can find an answer to a question by just asking Siri, for goodness sakes. Like, I've, I've asked Siri some ridiculous questions just to see if Siri's real. Anybody else ever find themselves just Siri? Does it, like, you're like, why am I asking this? I just want to know. If, no, this is just my head. You guys are awesome. Bless you all. You're super awesome. I sit sometimes. I'm like, hey, Siri, do you know how to? And they're like, Da-da-da. I have the Australian voice, so it speaks back to me. It's awesome. <laughs> In this day and age where we just click some buttons, we can get an answer to anything. We all now more than ever in the church, and I'm not here to downgrade, please. I want us to be smart. I want us to be educated. I want us to be understanding. But in this cultural moment, we have a whole bunch, specifically in the church, a bunch of theologians running around that have never been equipped within proper the- theology. Yeah, yeah. Now hear me. Hear me. The mind of Christ will show you who, the, who Christ is. But we have people that are like, I know truth because I read it on the internet. How many of you know the internet is filled with lies? The internet's true. Everything about the internet. No, newsflash. Is this okay today? We're in a day and age where we we can declare what we know is my truth. This is I know because I know. When you come into Christ, when you come under Christ, your idea of you knowing leaves. It goes bye-bye. Just wave it goodbye right now. Bye-bye. My understanding, my thoughts, the way that it goes out the window. What I receive is the revelation of the Holy Spirit of who my Father is and what he would have to say to me today. You want truth? Ask for the Holy Spirit to give you the mind of Christ. In this day and age where we're just getting all this information downloaded to us, we need to stop, we need to pause, and we need to say, is this the Spirit of God or is this a contending spirit right now? The inward work of the Holy Spirit in our lives protects us from the other spirits that would be speaking to us. Now, I know this sounds like Stranger Things type of stuff. Spirits? What are you talking about? The reality of this as a believer, we're going to either serve the spirit of the living God or we're going to serve some other spirit that is going to lead us down a path of destruction and death. And the Holy Spirit has been given to us so that we could walk in life. We could walk in power. We could walk in strength. We could walk in peace. We could walk in joy. The Holy Spirit has been given to us not just to get a bunch of knowledge of who God is. Hear me? I've said this a lot, and I don't mean to harp on this, but you can know God and not know God. You could be raised in this thing. Hello, I'm here. Church kid, under the pew, sleeping. My daughter's back there in her car seat right now, four, four weeks old today, just sleeping on the pews. I believe this. She's going to be finding herself sleeping in, and Titus will be sleeping under these pews. and under, They're not pews anymore, sorry. Chairs, plastic chairs that we paid a lot of money for. I hope they're comfortable. Um, they're not. They're not comfortable, but they're awesome. I grew up in this. I, I knew God, but I didn't know God. I, oh, I could tell you this scripture verse or that principle of God. I could tell you all this stuff, but I, I didn't know God. And when the Spirit of God invaded my life, 
Everything that I thought about who God was or what I taught myself or what I allowed my mind to go, what other spirits spoke to me about who God was. Oh, God is filled with hate. God is a this. God is that. Those things left, thank God. And I received the truth of who Jesus was in my life through the spirit of God speaking to me. In this day and age, we get to have the truth of Jesus for our lives. This should not get boring. This should not be, oh, pastor, give us more. Jesus says, I, I have given you the spirit of truth to guide you into all ways and not just guide you, but for you to do it. When, when Jesus, right, this, this is important. When, when Jesus is being tested in, in, the, in the wilderness, Matthew chapter four, Jesus is right before this filled with the Holy Spirit. He is baptized and he comes up out of the water and he is filled with the spirit of God. You, you know this. And it's so important that, that when Satan starts to speak temptation to Jesus, Jesus just doesn't just know God's word. What Jesus starts to do is he starts to apply the word of God to the temptation in front of him. The spirit of revelation not only wants to give us the revelation of who God is, but it wants to, he wants to help us fight against the temptations that are in front of us. Hear me, church, please. The podcast won't work for you to fight the temptations. The sermon, the sermon I, I'm not the best preacher. I don't care to be. I listen to pastors all over the country. It's great. But you can be a sermon junkie and still be captured by the strongholds of a contending spirit. I don't care how many sermons or podcasts or books you read, how many worship playlists you have on your Spotify, what your bio says on Instagram. I don't care. God doesn't care. What he cares about is that you would come under the rule and reign of God's Holy Spirit and begin to understand what he has to say and do it. If they are my child, they will do the things I tell them to do. I believe this about the spirit of revelation falling upon us. And, and Jesus speaks this word that, hey, I'm going to give you my Holy Spirit. I'm going to give you my spirit so that you can not only hear the word, but you can do it. You can do it. Like you can live this thing out. Church, please. Like I'm pleading like Paul pleaded with. The, I'm pleading with the church to stop choosing to do the things of the world. And start living like he saved you. Like he gave up his blood for you. Like he actually came off of heaven. He came. Guys, I ain't giving up heaven for anybody. Thank God I'm not God. <laughs> Hello, you with me? He gave up heaven to come and to pay for you. And not only that, but he gave you heaven inside of you. He gave you heaven inside of you today through the spirit of God that will bring you revelation and truth. Matthew 11 says this, that the things of the kingdom of God will be given to those who live like a child. So probably the first time you're going to hear this, or maybe I should say this is probably the only time you're going to hear this. Act like a child. I'm telling my son now today, act like a man. <laughs> Come on, he's two and a half. I'm like, act like a man, Titus, for the love of God. <laughs> act like a big boy, please. Your sister, we all need, act like a big boy. He's like looking at me like, I don't know what you mean, Dad. You know, you know what Jesus tells us? Act like a child. When it comes to wisdom and knowledge and understanding. 
when it comes to understanding the kingdom. Receive it like a child. Be led by him like a child. You don't have to know it all. You don't have to have this whole thing figured out. It's just coming to him every single day going, I need the revelation of what you would have for me today. I need to be reminded of who you've called me. I need to know the identity that you've spoken. We learned last week. I need to, I need to understand that I'm no longer a slave to sin, but I'm a child of God. I, I need to come to the Spirit of God every single day and go, you know what? I, I don't know how you're going to do this. I don't know how this breakthrough is going to come, but I trust you for it. I believe you for it. I've seen it done before. I don't know how you're going to reach this person that is in the deepest pits of their life, but I trust you for it. I believe you for it. I'm going to see you do it. I don't know how you're going to give me wisdom to walk into this meeting because this meeting is going to be a heavy one. This burden is going to be heavy, but I've trusted you before. I've seen you be faithful. I'm going to see you be faithful again. Has anybody ever experienced the faithfulness of God and the goodness of God? And what he's asking for us is if we're going to understand who he is and what the spirit has to say to us, we have to begin to act like a kid. My son doesn't know anything right now. He follows me. He asks me for things. He comes to me. He sits with me. This is the invitation of God for us today. You want to be enlightened? The Holy Spirit wants to empower you. He wants to fill you with wisdom. But first and foremost, by, by, by making this decision, who is going to guide you in this life? I'm only going to get through point one today. I'm going to bump this to next week. Are you, are you okay, church? The inward work of the Spirit of God, first and foremost, we, we discussed last week, will speak identity to you. You don't know who you are? Ask the Spirit of God to, to tell you. But the second thing that I believe he will do is, once you know who you are and you've come under him, he will begin to guide you. Jesus says it clearly. You will be given the Spirit of God that will guide you into all truth, that will lead you, that will guide you, that will direct you. Can, can, I, can I declare this? That the life of a believer, you, you, we can hold on to the fact that our steps can actually be ordained. That, that his, his word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. That, that I don't have to go, go the crooked way. That I don't have to find myself being captured and captivated by sin all the time. I don't have to have my emotions all out of line. I can actually be guided by the Spirit of God every single moment that I'm alive. He's not looking for perfection, but he's, he's promised us that we can have this. I don't know about you, but I need to be guided in a lot of areas in my life. Anybody want to be honest? Husbands, put your hands up. <laughs> Just so we're in agreement together. We need to be guided. We don't have it figured out. We don't know. I don't care if you've been doing this thing for 40 years or four minutes. We need to be guided. More than ever, we need to be guided by the Spirit of God in this day and age. Where, where things are flying at us, things are coming at us. There's so much happening all around us. Every day there's a new situation, a new crisis, a new thing. And we need to be going, no, no, no. I'm not going to give my ear to that attention. I'm not going to give my mind to that thing. I'm going to be guided by the Holy Spirit into all truth. Like, I don't care if you've been driving for 40 years. I, I, I have to believe that you still use Google Maps at times. Right? Or some of you still have the map in the car. You guys know what that is, guys? Like, there was a glove box. They pulled it out. It was a piece of paper. It was a big piece of paper. You all know what that is? It's called a map. It wasn't always on the phone. But I, I don't care if you've been driving for 40 years. You still need to be guided at times. 
So why I'm saying that is because if you've been doing this for a while, you still need the Holy Spirit today to guide you. We all need it. And what the promise of the Spirit is this, is that he wants to guide us as the good shepherd guides his sheep. See, this is what has to happen. You've got to come to grips with this. You actually have to come to grips with it. Is God good or is God not good? I've come to the resolve that the God I serve is good. Well, pastor, you've never faced the things I faced. You don't know my story. And I don't know yours. But the moment we start comparing what we've walked through as it, as it relates to how good our God is, we've missed it. I'm just preaching right now. I don't even know what I'm, this is. But through every valley, through every loss, through every pain, I can still say my God's good. It's not just some Christianese thing to say, to hope, push myself. I actually believe in my heart that my God's good. That what he's done for me and what he's doing for me is good. That he actually has good plans for me. That he actually wants me to prosper. How do, I get that to Old Testament. We've used that in a way like he's going to prosper you. He's going to give you that car you've always wanted. God bless you. May you be 10 times folded over and over and over. Like, no one got that? Just me? Okay, cool. Um, I'm like, I'm here for it. I need my wife back to sit in the front. Just be like, I actually believe my God wants me to prosper. I believe for you when you don't believe right now that my, the God we serve wants you to prosper. God, God doesn't want you to be dead to sin. God doesn't want you to have a mind that's double-minded, distorted, filled with panic. I just really feel today like there's a panicked mind in this room right now. Like it's like a ping pong, but your mind just can't get clear thoughts. Like God does not want that for you. And the Spirit of God has come so that your mind could be steadfast and secure. You don't have to wake up every day going, is this going to be a good day or a bad day? Is this going to be a bad day or a good day? Ah, oh, man, this is going to be a bad No, no, you can wake up every day going, this is going to be good regardless of what's happening around me because I'm alive, I'm breathing, I get to be in communion with my Father, I get to hear from Him, I get to receive from Him, I get to have joy from Him, I get to have my family, I get to be able to walk with my family in this thing, I get to be able to have life, I get to be able to have peace, I get to be, my God's good. I don't care if the place is on fire around me. My God's good. And when I say the words, the Spirit of God wants to guide you, you have to come to grips with, do you believe God's good? Because if you believe God's good, then you will trust that the Holy Spirit will guide you into all good things, into all good truth. Jesus says, I will give you my Spirit to guide you into all truth. The reality check for us is this today, and worship team, you can make your way up here, is that you're going to be guided in one way or the other. You're going to be guided by the Holy Spirit or you're going to be guided by another spirit. This is, the, this is literally the war, the spiritual war, the, the war that, that is happening right now is that we have seen over the last almost, what, what two years and maybe a little less than that of, of 2020 and everything we've been facing, we've watched as there's been a shaking within the church. There has been a sifting within the church. I'm talking about believers. I'm not against them. I'm not talking about, I'm talking to believers. Where the shaking and the sifting has happened and what it's, what, it's, what it's made us do is go, do we actually want to be led by the Spirit of God? 
Do we actually want to be dependent on the Spirit of God? That when chaos starts to erupt, can we actually have a mind that is filled with supernatural peace? That when I lose my job, I don't have to run all aimlessly going, what am I going to do? You, you can actually have the mind of Christ that say, my God is the great provider and provisionary. I, I've trusted my God through seasons where I didn't know how we were going to pay the bills. Newsflash. Rachel and I have looked at it before going, I, I don't know how it's going to make sense. And you know what we say? Give it to God. Like actually write what we have left and give it to God because I'd rather trust the God that owns a cattle on a thousand hills than the gods that are going to leave me more empty, more broken, more hurting, more pain. We are going to choose today the inward work of the spirit. And if you choose that, it's going to speak against every other spirit that is contending against you. And what the spirit of God does, it, it fights right against our, ten, our natural tendencies. You know what my natural tendencies to lead. <laughs> I like driving. I don't like when other people drive. <laughs> I'm just having a counseling moment right now. You okay? So if I ever get in your car and I'm just, you're, you're, like, you're like with me now, you don't have to offer for me to drive. I don't want to drive your car. I just, I, I just, I pray while I'm sitting there because I just, I want to be in control. I want my life in my hands. That's why I don't like flying. I'm in a big tube in the sky that should not be in the sky flying. Al, you know what I'm talking about? Like, we should not be up there. That's not, Rachel's like, why don't you like flying? Because I'm not controlling it. <laughs> Nobody else? Cool. Pray for your pastor to get over this, please. I fly a lot. <laughs> I like to be in control. Shoot, my, I would tell you, I'm a control freak. I wanted to be in control all my life of my life. I wanted to do what I wanted to do. I wanted to have the things that I wanted or thought I should have. I wanted the relationships that I thought I, I should have or deserved or needed. I wanted the job that would give me status and, and give me money and give me all those things. Hear me, jobs are good. Resourcing is good. It's all important. I believe that the kingdom should generate a ton of wealth. But it was me choosing that I could control my destiny. My natural tendency is, is, is to fight against the Spirit of God. And if we're being honest... I think we would all nod our heads and say, yeah, me too sometimes, Pastor. I'm not throwing jabs at anybody. I just think it's the natural tendency of a human yeah. <laughs> to fight what God has said. Look at the garden. Hey, you can have everything. Just don't touch that one. Thank you, Adam and Eve. You could have my presence. You could have everything with me. You could walk with me. You could have it all. Just don't touch that. What'd they do? Touched it. Because in us, we have a will. And God's given us that. That's out of his kindness. So my natural will, my natural tendency is to fight. But what I've learned as, a, as someone that follows the Lord and has been following him for some time, it gets really tiresome fighting God. <laughs> I actually get more worn out trying to do my own thing. Nope, anybody else? I actually get so beat up trying to do my thing. And what I've learned following God 
is that the more that I allow the Holy Spirit to guide me, the more life I actually get, the more life I have, the more abilities that I have to love people and give to people, to help people, right? The call of a believer is to do those things. The call of a believer is not just get to heaven. It's the call to bring heaven to earth. And how that happens is me stopping my tendencies to fight, my, to have my will, and to receive the Spirit guiding me into all truth. Can I tell you a way that you might be wondering, well, how do I know if it's a different spirit speaking to me? The Spirit of God will never tell you to slander anybody. That's a good word, Pastor. Thank you. The Spirit of God will never tell you not to give to somebody. I don't know if this is the Spirit of God. I, I, I think this is the Spirit of God telling me not to give to this person. That's not the Spirit of God. You with me? The Spirit of God will never tell you to hate your, hate your enemy. The Spirit of God will never tell you to persecute and hate and, and be against those that have said false things about you. You know what the Spirit of God will tell you to do? Love them. This is hard. <laughs> This is my natural tendency. You say some junk about me, I'm coming to your... <laughs> but the blood of Jesus Christ has covered me. <laughs> the Spirit working in us has been given us to guide us into all truth. You want to know the character and nature of God? Ask the Holy Spirit. You want religion? Do it on your own. God's not about religion. He's about a true relationship with you. He's about implanting, imparting, and, and, and making us pregnant with the truth of who God is. The more that I get to know who God is, the more that I love God. The more that I want to serve God. The more that I want to be like God. Are you with me today, church? The Holy Spirit wants to guide us into all truth. And so really today, and I'll finish this next week, I, I hope, but I just really feel like we got to catch this more than anything else. The Spirit does not speak on his own behalf. He speaks according to what the Father says, but the Holy Spirit in this day and age wants to speak to us with deep revelation of who our Father is. The question is, is will you be guided by him? Are you done fighting? Are you done trying to do it? I hear it say a lot, and I'll probably butcher it, but at the level of which you sit on the, the waterfall is the level of which you'll get wet. Meaning, thank you. If I want to get wet, if I'm hot, it is hot today. I wore this nice little thin shirt because it's hot today. On a hot day, you see a waterfall, you're not going to be able to just stand back and be like, wow, that's really refreshing. Me, I'm going underneath that waterfall. I'm letting it soak me. And as I sit under the waterfall, I get, I get soaked. You want to know God? Get under the waterfall of God's holy presence. You actually want to walk how we've been declaring how you can walk? Having the mind of Christ? having knowledge and insight to what to do, having plans and ideas for those things that God's called you to do, 
actually loving your neighbor? You want to do those things? Having words of knowledge that when you're walking down the street and you see someone passing you and the Lord drops something in your heart for them and you speak to them and you see them immediately begin to cry and begin to cry out and you see salvation come to them. You want to actually experience that? You want to actually experience dead people coming to life? You want to actually see people being healed and delivered and set free? You want to, act, anybody, you want to actually believe that? Then you got to get under the waterfall of God's holy presence and you got to start saying, Holy Spirit, guide me. Because I actually believe what your word says. I actually believe that you're the same God yesterday, today, and forever. You have not changed. You will not change just because it's 2021. You are not changing today. Your theology of who you are has not changed. Your character has not changed. None of it has changed. Yes, humans have messed it up. You have not. And I come under your living water for you to guide me. The invitation today is, do you want to be guided by the Spirit of God? Do you actually want to have his thoughts? It's available. And it's available through the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ is not cheap. It's costly. And it'll cost you to say, I'm done. But it'll give you everything. Every head bowed and every eye closed, please. There's an invitation today to be led by the Spirit of God. But the invitation comes at the cost of you saying you're done. <laughs> you're done being in control. You're done being in charge. You're done being at the driver's seat. You're done with all the, fill in the cliche. You're done. You've come to the end of like, man, this thing has not worked out. In this day and age where there's imagery popping up everywhere, we show we're really good. I feel like there's a lot of people in this room that, I just get this image. Your, your, your profile of an Insta is not showing exactly who you are right now. You're in pain. You're broken. You're in, you're in a lot of hurt. And the Spirit of God wants to come and invade your life. The blood of Jesus wants to cover you. And he wants to lead you and guide you and direct you into truth that you could actually put your head down on the pillow every single night and have pure rest. You can walk through your days with peace that surpasses all understanding, not wishful thinking, not hopeful thinking, not declaring a bunch of good phrases and sayings, but to actually walk with the, the peace, the, the Prince of Peace. If you're in the room right now and you need to say yes, you want to say yes, you feel the embrace of Jesus Christ right now. It's not a vibe. It's not a feeling. It's the presence of God just wrapping his arms around you. I have two invitations. First, if you want to just say yes to a relationship with Jesus Christ. Scripture says you just confess that you believe that he came, that he died, that he raised life, that he's the son of God. If you, if you want to say yes to Jesus Christ today, we want to give you that invitation to do that together. He's knocking. He's speaking. So if you want to say yes to the loving grace and mercy of Jesus Christ, to the blood of Jesus that has paid for your life. Slip your hand up right now. Slip your hand up. I see him. Anybody else? Anybody else? Amen. 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 I see him. Yeah. If you slipped your hand up, just, just pray this prayer with me. Repeat it. And all together, let's just, let's just pray it. If, you, if you've already said yes to Jesus, let's just do this together as a family. Jesus, I say yes to you today. I receive your grace. I receive your mercy. 
I receive your blood. Thank you for your cross. Thank you for the empty tomb. Thank you for forgiving me of my sin. I receive your Holy Spirit today. I love you, Jesus. Be my Lord, be my Savior, and be my King. Second thing I want to just give an invitation to is if you're, if you're tired of being guided, if you're tired of just being constantly getting tossed off course, if you're tired of finding yourself in the same rut over and over and over and over again, the Holy Spirit wants to move inwardly in you today like never before. He wants to transform your mind. He wants to clear out pathways that have been created that have destroyed you and tried to destroy you. Inadequacies, feeling like you're not valuable, feeling like you have no worth. He wants to break off patterns in your life that have caused you to continue to be caught and trapped. He wants to align you both emotionally, mentally, spiritually. He wants to reorient sexual identity in this room right now. He wants to bring a pure heart and a pure mind to you right now. If that's you and you want to say yes to more of the work of the Holy Spirit in your life, to the inward work of the Holy Spirit to guide us and direct us and direct you, just slip your hand up right now. Slip your hand up. If you want more of the Holy Spirit's guidance and directions. Amen. Amen. Holy Spirit, right now, you see every hand lifted. I pray you, Holy Spirit, would flood them right now. That their minds would be supernaturally transformed, that their vision would be changed, that, Father, they would hear you, they would see you, they would know you in a greater measure. I pray, Holy Spirit, for a fresh anointing, a fresh filling of your spirit right now into every hand that's lifted across this room, oh God. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would be the guide. You would be the one that directs us. You would be the one that guides us and leads us into all truth. Father, forgive us where we have listened to competing spirits. Forgive us where we have listened to the voices of the world, to the voices of popularity and fame and fortune, to the gods of power. Father, forgive us. We come under the control of the spirit of the living God, the spirit of God that is leading us into peace, has given us wisdom beyond anything we could have imagined, that is filling us with love that's, that's unexplainable. We say yes to you, Holy Spirit, right now. So Holy Spirit, I pray you would impart truth that we would be people that live not, not to our affiliations of this side or that side, but our affiliation to the King of Kings, our connection to you. And so, Holy Spirit, we look to you. We look to you for wisdom. We look to you for strength. Guide us, direct us, help us, we pray. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, would you do it, O oh Lord? Would you do it like you said you would? Would you do it like you've done it? And would you continue to do it? In Jesus' name, and everybody says...